Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And uh, our show tonight is sponsored by Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, I do this today because you probably don't want to be calling them today. <laughs> Over the next few days, Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning is going to be, their priority is going to be taking care of a lot of people who didn't do the program where you get your air conditioner and your heat pump and everything checked twice a year. And now it's going out because it's getting worked to death because it's over 100 degrees out there. So but they do have some great programs. They came to my house. They, they take care of my uh, heating and electrical systems, my, my uh, air conditioning. Uh, but you need to do it on a regular basis because I've been the guy where it's 100 degrees out and my heat pump has a block of ice on it because it's not working right. And I've been that guy and I'm not going to be that guy again. So, again, Alicia and the gang over at um, Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning, they are sponsoring our show tonight. So what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the Oak Ridge fires. Um, people, you know, I, I, I'll tell you what, I have some PTSD from being last year from being uh, taken out and evacuated from my home. So there's something about that when you hear that Oak Ridge is on a, a, a you know, a getting there's people that are just waiting, wondering what's going to happen. And it's like, oh, my God, I remember being that guy. And so we're going to talk with. This is Chrissy. I got you right when you're drinking your water. I'm sorry, Chrissy. Chrissy Hollett. And she's not only a city councilor in Oak Ridge, but she's also a, a city firefighter. And then we're also going to bring in, this is Michael English. And I'm going to put Michael, I'm going to stick you up here so that it's really rude to put comments over the guest's face. And I'll show you what I mean. See, when the comments come up, it'll start covering you. So I make sure you guys are highlighted at the top and it gets sometimes covered with long sentences. So Chrissy, talk to me, where, where are you guys at in Oak Ridge in terms of the fire danger and the evacuation status? Well, right now um, our outlying areas, which is the high prairie area, which is pretty high up in the mountains, that is at a level two right now. A level two means have your bags ready to go, sitting by the front door, have your pet carrier there, you know, gas tanks full and your livestock needs to be already moved off to another place. We do have a significant amount of people that have cattle and horses and goats and those types of things. So we've been working on helping those people out. Actually, the Oregon State Fire Marshal's office sent a strike team that has been doing that and they've been fantastic. Um, so that's the High Prairie and Dunning Road area. Now the city area where most of the residential areas are, they're on a level one. And as you know, level one means um, get ready. So, or um, yeah, get ready. So those people are supposed to um, be getting ready, but it's not necessarily to have your bags packed or it's more think about where your livestock can go, start making those contacts. So we've got two levels going on in the city. So, and then outlying areas. So Michael, your family, um, you, I think you're kind of an interesting story here because you went through this, you live in McKenzie Bridge. So you evacuated last year and now your family lives up in Oak Ridge and you've got aunts, uncles and cousins. And I mean, all and living out in the area and they're on a level two, right? Yes, sir. That is correct. We, uh, we went through uh, just a travesty last year with the fire, uh, the Holiday Farm fire at McKenzie. Um, National Guard was here, uh, and there was there was just uh, a lot of chaos. And um, Oak Ridge has been my hometown for you know, I've been born and raised up there. Went to school there till about sixth grade, and so you know, my grandmother, my mother, my aunts, my cousins, a lot of friends up there. Um, it, it's scary, and and to uh, 
you know, previously go through this and know that the fire is so close to Oak Ridge. It's, um, I've been on the horn with them, you know, for the past week saying, you know, you guys need to be ready prior to um, the level notifications, you know, just in case, you know, um, there's only one way out and that's westbound on Highway 58. And if everybody leaves at the same time, it's, it's going to be a disaster. So it, are people, has any, has any structures been destroyed yet in the Oak Ridge complex area fires? Chrissy? No, no, there has not been any structures. Really, the fire is about a little around two miles outside of the Dunning Road area. So we've still got a whole nother mountain that fire would have to travel before it hits any structures. What's the smoke like up there? Oh, man, it's unbearable right now. Really thick um, from my house. You know, I can't see across the valley like I used to be able to. Um, yeah, and it's really hot outside, kind of dry. So it's just a just a thick smoke right now. So you were just out there. Um, you, I mean, you just got back from being on the fire line. What were you doing? Tell people what you were doing. You weren't fighting the fire. No. The goodwill no. And I didn't actually go out to the fire line. I went out and met up with some of the strike team crews that were sent down by the state fire marshal's office and just kind of made some face-to-face, -face, got them some goodies. We did a community baked goods drive and just brought them some cold water, some um, personal care items and, you know, some home baked cookies and those kind of things and just gave them a big thank you. Is that the thing? Yeah, good for you. But that's kind of like Oak Ridge, isn't it really? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Is that the, is that is is that one of the positives you see in this? Is it how people you I think that happened with all of us in the McKinsey yeah. and up and down. It's like you can, yeah. you know, especially with COVID, you feel like okay, here's something I can actually do. Yeah, absolutely. And I can say my husband was actually one of the firefighters that went to the Holiday Farm fire. So it's really fun being here. I shouldn't say fun. It's rewarding being on this side of it. And um, he's gone with me and been able to go out and thank those strike team people that were doing what he was doing last year for the holiday farm fire. So Michael, I, I see on the McKinsey pages and some of the Facebook the social media stuff that I, I saw people the other day going from the McKinsey going, Hey, that thing's it's, it looks like it's coming over the top. And I was just, it freaked me out. And I live in Springfield. I mean, but up camp Creek, but I mean, I, are people up there a little nervous too going, you know, it doesn't take much. We saw last year, it doesn't take much to get it to fly over to another direction. Well, from some of the individuals that I've spoken to, we got another fire that's northbound of us as well. It's about 20 or 30 miles north of the uh, Blue River uh, McKinsey Bridge area. So we're kind of pinched in between it. Um, but due to the size of the Quiz Quiz fire, um, you know, that's obviously a huge concern for, for everybody in the area too, especially after going through what we went through last year. So, Chrissy, what's the prognosis? I mean, from the firefighters, do you, you know what the latest thing is in, in terms of any kind of what, how, how much they have contained or anything like that? Or yeah. yeah. So right now we're at about 750 acres, give or take a little. Um, we've got they've are the fire officials reported this morning to us that they've got a line set up from one of the containment line from one of the forestry roads all the way uh, south to Highway 58. Highway 58 is still open in both east and west directions. And they've got a lot of um, strategic plans set in place in case that wind pushes the fire toward, um, pushes the wind west towards Oak Ridge. They've got quite a few uh, plan B, plan C's set in place in case that does happen. But like I said, you know, that's still about a little under two miles away from any structures. So are people nervous? Absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, we all saw what happened in the holiday farm fire and it happened, you know, minutes to, you know, a half hour to an hour and, you know, most of that area was gone. And I even remember last year at that time, I remember us talking about, wow, you know, that could be us. And so this right. year it, you know, it's right outside our back door. So yeah, there's a lot of people um, really nervous. A lot of people in that those higher areas have already packed up their trucks and their cattle and, and, and just left. I remember Michael, like hearing stories on the McKinsey where, um, oh, Jan, um, oh gosh, what's her last name? Oh, Kelford. Um, she's in Advaita and she said she went to bed and they were saying, okay, the fire's coming closer, but it was still like 20, 20, 25 miles. And then those east winds picked up and she said they woke up at like four or five in the morning and there were leaves and stuff coming down with flames on them. And she said they grabbed their stuff and they just got out of there. But their home was destroyed, just gone. But that was that. I mean, it moved 30 miles or something in, in, in less than a couple hours. And people said to me, well, you're over, oh, Rick, you were like seven miles from the edge of the fire. And I'm going, yeah. And if that east wind would have kept up, I would not be, you know, working on my house right now. <laughs> I'd be building a new one, you know? Yeah, we were about um, about a mile and a half east of the fire. And uh, we had the state police come by the house as we were evacuating and letting us know that the fire traveled, uh, I believe it was 20, 20 miles in about 60 minutes. So that's, uh, that's quite the jump. I mean, that's quite the carry. Um, I'm not sure. Um, how accurate that is, but I'm sure it's somewhere in the ballpark of that. So what, Chrissy, can people do like who are not in the fire zone? So, I mean, obviously people up there kind of know um, what they need to be doing. Um, is there anything that, that people are trying to get out for people who live in Oak Ridge? What, is there somewhere they're listening to? Do they all know that already? Yeah, last night we had a really large um, door knocking event where Lane County Search and Rescue came up here. We had our local fire department, police, um, all sorts of agencies. We probably had 40 people out knocking on doors and hand delivering level two notices. And what that level means is, you know, have your bags next to the door ready to go. And we really stress to those people there might not be another door knock when it's level three. Yeah. So. Yeah. Those people need to pay attention to radio. They need to pay attention to TV, social media, any means that they have. They need to be accountable. And yeah. <laughs> so what can we do as the community who's not impacted by this like you are? Um, what kind of things do you need? Where do they take them? Is there anything like that that we can do? Gosh, you know, I can't think of anything right offhand. I really... I feel like the Lane County has really, really stepped up their game and they are really doing a fantastic job taking care of Oak Ridge. I, um, I think the mayor would say the same thing. We've had a huge response from the county and the state level. It's been pretty, pretty incredible. Okay. We have four strike teams up here in Oak Ridge today. So that's, 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 that's got to make you feel a little bit better. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have cell phone service? Is that still, you're still good with cell phone servers up there? Yep. Haven't had any breaks in cell phone or power outages or anything like that. If it cuts closer, will they cut off your power? You know, I think that is a good possibility. I know there was a lot learned. Like I said before, a lot of things were learned from the holiday fire. Power companies are changing some of their safety measures of what they do. Um, when there's winds and when there are fires, you know, shutting some of those down preemptively. 
So that gives you something. But they're not expecting unusual winds, at least not now. Nope, luckily we're not. We've got a, there's a fire uh, weather meteorologist that's been giving reports every morning. And so far we're just really, really hot and low humidity. Winds are good though. Okay, so um, there's been a bunch of people on here. I see praying for rain. We yeah. need to, you know, we need to do the rain dance or something, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe the McKinsey yeah. folks, Michael, maybe you can get people dancing on the McKinsey. I'll yeah. get some trickers up there dancing. And, um, and then you people in Oak Ridge just hang tight and, and we'll be praying for you. Okay. Thank you. Lots of prayers, good juju and all that. Thank you guys. All right, Chrissy, thank you for coming on us at short notice and doing that. Michael, thank you for coming on. Thank you for getting absolutely. Me. And Chrissy, if you hear something else and you need to get the word out, please get in contact with me. Awesome. And Michael knows how to get a hold of me and we can get the word out if there's stuff you need to spread out. I got a lot of people from Oak Ridge on my page. Awesome. Okay? I appreciate that, Rick. Thank you. And thank you for what you do too. I appreciate you guys. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you, Chrissy. Bye. All right. See you, Michael. See you guys. Okay. So again, uh, the Oak Ridge fire, uh, people are kind of waiting on the edge, wondering what's going to happen and just be praying. And for those firefighters and for people and the weather that we don't get any wind and that, uh, God, it'd be nice if we just got a break from this hot, hot weather and the low humidity or the high humidity, the low humidity um, and got something going. And again, you guys want to thank our, our, our sponsor, Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, don't you love your air conditioning on days like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I am. My wife and I said. You know, anywhere we go, I will never live in a house without air conditioning because I am not going to get up every morning and open the windows, shut them and then swelter to death at night. But if you do have air conditioning and you obviously have heating, you, you need to keep you need to get on their plan at Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning because they'll come out and do it so you wouldn't have any problems like you're having right now. The other thing I want to tell you, too, is that um, Relay for Life is coming up on the weekend of the 21st. And Priority One, we'll be doing a show with them next Thursday. And um, they have a team and they have a goal. And so if you are somebody who has a survivor in your life and you don't have anywhere to give that to a team that you know of, um, call Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. They have a team. They're doing all kinds of things to raise money. They're really big on cancer and, and Relay for Life and all that. So you could go contact them and they would be able to take that for you and, and put that towards the, the grand total. Um, so you guys have a great night tomorrow. We have a very busy day. We're going to be at the opening or uh, Junction City Scandinavian Festival starts tomorrow. And so we'll be out there at 2.30 with Parker Heights Realty. Um, her office is right in town, right in the thick of it. So we're going to go hang out and have some fun. Then tomorrow night, Matt McCarl with New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center is in Texas right now getting educated on how oxygen helps, especially in forest fires. When all this smoke is in the air, your, your lungs are getting having to work twice as hard. And he's going to give us some tips on what we can do when we have to uh, live in this kind of condition for a while, especially you know, those of you who live up in McKinsey and up in uh, Oak Ridge where that smoke's coming in. Because there's a fire on the McKinsey too. I drove by it the other day, uh, just um, the other side of McKinsey Bridge. And it's really smoky up there. So that's another place we should, we should be on also considering just making sure that that doesn't happen either. Um, and then the Scandinavian Festival, and then tomorrow night we have Mark, uh, Mike, and then, um, or Matt, and then on Friday, Veterans Legacy uh, is going to come on and tell you about what they're doing out at the old Alma work camp. Uh, they bought it for a buck and they're making it into a, a place, a shelter for homeless veterans where they're going to help them put their lives back together. 
And it's a super cool thing. They're a new client. They'll be with us for at least the next six months. And you'll be learning all about that and the value of giving people value and how that brings them back uh, from a life of drugs, alcohol, and uh, just sadness. And uh, our no, no veterans should be left on the streets of Eugene. That's disgusting. And they're trying to get a place where they can put them. So we'll show you how you can help. Uh, so that's it for me. Um, I'm Rick Dancer, and thanks for being with us. Share this on your page, um, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow causing problems. You know, when you're good at something, you should excel at it.